Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Gilbert. Today we are finishing up part four of our Biblical Body Image series, and the topic that we will be covering are simple steps for a strong body. Now you might be wondering, why is this podcast going to talk to me about my body? And here is why. Because did you know that God has planted extraordinary and unique gifts inside of you? I say this to you every week in the show, and it's because I firmly believe this with all of my heart, and I feel like God has given me a call to help women overcome those fears, those insecurities, those lies, those past wounds, and anything else that keeps us from receiving God's best and releasing those gifts into our world. This show is a safe place you can come to hear relevant, engaging, and authentic topics that will help you move confidently in the direction of your God-given dreams. And let me tell you, I don't know about you, but as a woman, if I don't feel well in my body, I do not do well for anybody around me. I am not very happy wife, happy mom. I don't have the energy to get things done. I mean, this list could go on for a while, right? So that's why, while this podcast most certainly is not a podcast that's dedicated to teaching you health and teaching you all those kinds of things, I believe that we are called to take care of this body or our temple, as I explained to you in part one of this series. Now, let me give you a little bit of a background before we jump into these tips, because today is going to be fast and furious in these tips, because I actually have 10 practical tips for a healthy and strong body. Now, before you turn me off and go, oh, great, I don't have time to listen to all 10, I want to be really clear here. I am not taking a deep dive into science and into the body or anything like that today. These tips are tips that as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, you could, I was going to say hang up, but I'm thinking of a phone, you know, like 20 years ago, we'd hang up, hang up our phones, but you could literally get off of this podcast and everything we're going to talk about, you could just go ahead and start applying right now. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to learn a new system or anything like that. You could literally apply every one of these tips. Now, Do I recommend applying them all at once? Probably not. Now, the truth is, a lot of these tips, you're going to be like, duh, Rachel. And even as I wrote them, I actually shared this at a talk somewhere. I don't remember where it was now. But when I wrote this, it felt way too simple. And I felt almost silly saying some of them. I was like arguing with God. I'm like, God, people know these things. Why do I need to say them out loud? And there's a couple reasons. One is, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just need to be reminded to keep things simple. Just go back to the basics. (laughs) We overcomplicate things so much. And sometimes just hearing somebody else say things that we already know are true and that we could be doing just reminds us, oh yeah, the power of that, you know, that kind of a thing. But then also maybe some of these things you haven't heard before or you've heard and you put off doing. And so today's the day that If any of them jump out to you that you feel like, yeah, I'm supposed to do that, then I want you to do that, okay? Now, I have to be honest and tell you that I am wrestling with my pride right now because my husband is a chiropractor and we own a medical practice and I have my background, my undergrad in physiology of fitness. So 
whenever I knew that the last series, the last episode of the series was going to be on practical tips for the body, I knew I could take that deep dive. But I specifically heard the Lord tell me to keep things simple. All right, and so that's what we're going to do today. Maybe in the future, I'll come back on with my husband and we could take a deep dive into some of these topics. So as we jump into these 10 things that I would say that you could do right now to steward your temple well, to steward that body well, I'm going to just go ahead and let you know we're not going to unpack any of these deep. So if there are any of these things that I mentioned and you would like it to be unpacked possibly a little deeper, first of all, I'll give you some resources where you can do your own research, but also please take advantage of things like the show notes area in the podcast area where you can leave reviews on iTunes, ask questions there, or go over to Instagram. I'm at Rachel J. Gilbert over there. Ask questions. Go comment on my this website post where the podcast sits. Ask questions. I really do read those. I mean that. And that's the best way. So I just want to throw that out to you that if there's any of these that you're like, man, I would like to know more about that, please ask your questions. That's what I'm here for. All right, so let's jump right into these top 10. I'm going to say top 10. (laughs) They're top 10 in my mind, in my household's mind. And everything I'm going to share with you today, we apply to our household, not just to my husband and I, but we're teaching these things to our kids as well. And the first thing I would tell you, this is actually a principle that my husband learned when he was in chiropractic school. He went through a training. So it's, but it's a very simple one before you tune out. It's very simple. And it's called fresh fiber first. All right, that is not our term. It's Dr. Chestnut is where we got that term, but it's called fresh fiber first. That simply means that before you eat anything, before you, you know, have whatever it is that you're planning to eat, you have fresh fiber first. Fresh fiber means it is a vegetable or a fruit. Now, we would love for that fresh fiber to be ideally a vegetable first because most of us tend to reach for fruit before we do vegetables. We even apply this principle with our kids so much. We've done this with them since when they were little bitty that anymore they don't even ask us, Mom, can I have a granola bar? They will literally come to me and say, Mom, can I have some tomatoes and then a granola bar? They know. Like this principle is just ingrained in them. And here's two reasons why that you want to do this fresh fiber first principle. And it's because a lot of times we reach for food out of emotional eating or boredom And so this will, first of all, eliminate emotional and boredom eating, because I don't know about you, but I'm not too excited to eat a carrot or a pepper (laughs) or tomatoes whenever I'm just sad or whenever I'm bored, right? We just want to go right for the snacky, crunchy things, okay? So it eliminates that kind of stuff. But then the other thing is, a lot of times we actually are hungry, and it helps to be, you know, fiber expands in our stomach, and so it's going to fill you up more on the healthy things before you reach for whatever else it was that you're going to eat, okay? So this is just a simple principle. If you start to apply this, I really do promise you'll notice a difference in how you feel because all these tips we're going to talk about today really is focused on we want to feel better so that we can do the things that God's called us to do. That's the heart behind this podcast. I want you to be able to be functioning at 100%. So that you can then do the things that God has called you to do and feel well while doing them. The second thing, uh, so the first one's fresh fiber first, right? That's the big one I want you to remember. The second thing is try to 
And I have a disclaimer on this one. Keep a food journal or my fitness pal only if you can do it with a sound mind. That's my disclaimer. And I don't necessarily recommend, in fact, I don't do this myself all the time. Um, I only do this when I notice I'm feeling bad and I know that I've been eating way more junk food than my body can process. Because I don't know if you know this, but when we eat junk food, things like sugar, for example, artificial things, our body is screaming inside, stranger danger, stranger danger. It's freaking out because it does not know how to properly process those things. And so what our body then does is it starts attacking the sugar. So all of those cells in our body that were just functioning, healthy, doing the thing they're called to do in our body, when we introduce a foreign object to it, which are all the processed things that we eat, it freaks out and it goes and it, it attacks the sugar, it attacks the foreign thing, and all of its energy goes to that, which is why we tend to get sick more often when we're eating foods that are not, you know, we call them healthy, but really foods that aren't feeding, that aren't fueling our body. If they're not fueling them, they're basically poisoning them. And so our body comes to the rescue and goes and fights that off while in return, leaving the rest of the body as an open target for sickness, okay? That's just a super, I don't want to say dumbed down, but basic version of what happens uh, physiologically with our bodies when we eat things like that. So whenever you keep a food journal or some kind of a way of looking at your things, it is just basically a glance to see, wow, I really don't eat any vegetables. I ate one veggie all week. Or So I don't, I don't particularly care for looking at food journals to, to count calories. I'm not a fan of counting calories. But I do like to look at food journals, or, or if you want to do digital, MyFitnessPal, just to see, to be very real, like, man, I eat like nothing but chips or I eat nothing but it's no wonder I feel bad. I haven't had a piece of fruit in two weeks or whatever, you know? Okay. So that's the point of the food journal. So that's thing number two you could look at is doing it, but only do it if you can do it with the sound mind. If it makes you crazy in the head, and by that, I just mean you become obsessive and things like that, then don't do it. The third thing, which I already started to touch on in the food journal part, is get rid of processed food and drinks, right? Just get rid of it. Basically, if you cannot pronounce the ingredients or you don't know what an ingredient is in a food, you should not be eating it. A general rule of thumb is if it came from the ground or it has a mother, then it's safe to eat, right? But all these packaged foods, and believe me, let me just be real for a moment with you. I am as guilty as the rest of being in such a rush with my life and living at too fast of a pace at times that it's really tempting to get into the processed food. Just, oh, what's already ready? What can I grab? So I get it. Like, I get how serious and real the struggle is with this, but just at least try limiting them. If you can't completely cut them out, say, hey, I'm only going to do grab a processed, you know, snack or something at lunchtime or whatever, whatever it is that would be a reduction for you. Just try that out. Okay. All right. The fourth practical tip is have a sound mind before indulging. And, you know, the episode before this, we went into the, 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 sound mind aspect. And what I know is this for myself, you know, I think I shared in the first episode of the series how I've struggled with different body image type things and eating disorders. And one of my big eating disorders 
that still can be triggered in me to this day is binge eating. I have come a very long way, but it still can be something that gets triggered, especially when I've had a bad day or feeling lonely or depressed or whatever. Okay. It's still something that's just very real. So now whenever I choose to indulge on something like ice cream or, you know, cookies or cakes, I have some rules in place that I've set up. And that is that my mind has to be sound and I have to be around other people. I do not allow myself to grab a bag of Oreos, sit down in front of Netflix all by myself, which let's be real, I'm a mom. When is that ever going to happen anyways? But if there were a chance for me to be all by myself and watch Netflix, I would not allow myself to do that because I know it will lead to a binge. So if I'm going to have something that I know is not fueling my body, that's why we call those treats or, you know, occasional things. It's it's not going to be nutritious to my body. It's just going to be fun to eat. I save those moments for a date night with my husband or something like that where I know, hey, I have a sound mind. I'm just hanging out. I am going to have a cup of ice cream. It's going to be a single serving and we're going to be done, right? So that's just a simple way to keep from binging on things that we know will not fill and fuel our bodies. All right, the fifth tip is just move. (laughs) There is so much noise around exercise and which program should I do and what days of the week should I work out and for how long and oh my goodness, believe me, this is my industry I'm in and it gets overwhelming and confusing to me sometimes. I'm like, oh my, there's like always something new coming out and the thing I would tell you, go back to the basics and just move your body. Increase endorphins in your body, which comes from exercise, will decrease depression. Lots of science behind that. Not going to get into it now, but definitely research that if you'd like to. And if you don't move it, you lose it. It's just like if your car was sitting in the garage for years, it would begin to rust and break down. So that has the exact same thing to our bodies. If we do not move them around and get them just moving, even if it's a walk, whether it's a jog, I don't know, whatever you feel like would bring you joy to move your body, then go do it. All right, and that brings me to point number six, and that is to cross-train. Not to go all nerdy on you, but we have three planes of motion and uh, that our body can move in. I'm not going to go into the science of those. I know you don't care what they're called or what they do, but just know that you go forward, backward. You go side to side. You can go transverse in all these different directions. But a lot of us just go in one plane of motion, which is like that forward, backward walking kind of motion. So I would challenge you so you don't need to learn the names of these or anything like that. In fact, I'm not even going to share them with you because I don't want to overwhelm you. But what I want to challenge you to do is do different things, right? If you always go for walks or jogs, try adding in some Pilates, try adding in some kickboxing, just something different to get yourself moving in different planes of motions, which brings us to point number seven, and that is be willing to explore your body. I know this sounds a little weird, but what exercise feels good and is fun? And yes, exercise is going to be a little painful sometimes. It is going to be, you know, your muscles get sore for a good reason. They get sore because they were challenged and the muscle was broken down and now it's rebuilding stronger. Our eighth thing that we can do, practically speaking, is to supplement as needed. 
Now, here's the cool thing. If we implement that fresh fiber first principle, we don't have to supplement quite as much. Of course, you know, if possible to get our vitamins and nutrients in through fresh produce is the best option, but there's still things that we aren't always able to get. So two supplements that my husband and I definitely have our whole family on and his patients are probiotics and fish oil. Not going to go into detail on those two and how to find them, but just make sure you find a good reputable source on those two. And speaking of patients, the next tip I would say is to make sure you're getting adjusted. I know there's a lot of questions around what is a chiropractor and what do they do? And I know for me, I never knew what a chiropractor was until my husband went to chiropractic school. But very simply put, your spine is your lifeline. You have little nerves coming off every single, all that run along the spine. So when your spine is out of alignment, those little nerves that send signals to the rest of the different parts of your body are also off. It's like a fire hydrant, um, not a fire hydrant, a water hose. And it's like, have you ever seen a kink in it? And, you know, the water stops flowing out the other side. And what do you do? You have to go back and you find the kink. And when you unkink it, the water starts flowing again. That's really simply put what it's like with getting adjusted. Another cool thing that we actually started doing in our clinic recently is regenerative medicine, which is stem cell therapy. I personally have a very cool testimony of how my stem cell injection um, totally healed my Achilles tendonitis. And we've seen some really, really awesome things with different our patients. And so those are a couple of things, practically speaking, that if you have chronic long-term pain, especially any knee issues, hip issues, joint issues, you could totally look into the regenerative stem cell medicine. Again, not going deep into that, but I just want to put that bug in your ear that that is something that's really cool. It's a God-given way to restore your body. And then the last thing that I want to say, and it's most certainly not least, get rest. The truth is that we can eat all the vegetables that we want. We can work out six days a week. We can do all the things, but if we're not getting enough sleep and good quality sleep, and if we're not keeping our stress levels down, it all does not matter. I am living proof of this. I've actually had some health issues in the last few years, nothing major, but just enough that's been annoying and robbed me of energy and different things. In fact, as I'm recording this right now, I'm just coming off of a cold, which if my voice sounds a little bit different, that's why. Do you know that as I look at my, uh, you know, anytime I start to feel off in my body, I kind of look at my life and I'm like, how am I, how's my eating? How, you know, how are exercise habits? I start looking at my habits and the main one that always comes up for me is I don't get enough sleep. I have so much on my plate that I find myself staying up way too late and waking up early and it just catches up to you. And so I just want to like, that one almost could be the number one thing that we could talk about is getting rest, not just rest at night, but also rest from your phone, rest from your emails, rest from social media, rest from whatever it is that pulls on you and wears on you, really just being intentional to rest. Okay, so those are the 10 things that, like I said, I feel like they're all extremely practical. You might find that you've already done a lot of these or are doing some of these, or maybe at least one of them jumped out to you of something that you could go ahead and change today. 
Like I said in the beginning, I would not recommend implementing all 10 at once if you weren't doing any of them, but definitely take a peek at them. I want to leave today just by sharing with you a couple of resources because I told you today was, was going to be much more practical than the others have been when it comes to just actual, you know, with some action steps and a few resources that you can check out online. The first one is our clinic page. And that's just backbodyclinic.com. By the way, I'll put all these links in the show notes and in email. I think I'm, no, I did not mention last time. So we'll mention this time. Make sure you're signed up to get the emails from me. You can do that on my website, rachelgilbert.com. Get those emails because these show reminders when a new episode comes out, comes into your inbox, as well as all of these links. (laughs) So you don't have to try to go find them. So they're on our clinic website, backbodyclinic.com. Obviously, you can keep up to date with some of the things that we offer. Even if you're not in our area, the Louisville, Texas area, we have some things that we do offer online, and we're going to be offering more resources, just training stuff for you just to kind of get more knowledge. So definitely check that out. Also, I would recommend checking out revelationwellness.org. I am a Revelation Wellness instructor. I love all of their content. They even have something called RevWell TV that you can do each month and get workouts delivered to your home, not to your home, but on your computer, you know, kind of a membership site type thing. And if you are somebody who enjoys group type fitness, I personally like Cam Gladiator. There may be one in your area. You could check that out. You can send me an email. I think they might give us codes or something as campers. I probably should know that before I tell you about it, but definitely check them out. Another program that I like and I do highly recommend and I've got the link in my show notes as well is a program called Faster Way to Fat Loss. They go really deep into teaching you things like intermittent fasting, which I didn't get a chance to go into in today's episode. I didn't feel like it was appropriate for our keeping things simple. Intermittent fasting is something that I really enjoy and there's a lot of health benefits to it. So I would recommend looking into it. But this particular program couples intermittent fasting with things like teaching you about macros and and how to utilize those and carb cycling and and they even have you know workouts and community groups and so I have really enjoyed it because you can do it from home or from a gym if you'd prefer so I dropped the link for that and just definitely make sure you check it out through the link that I have there in the show notes another resource for you that you can do right at your own home is actually something that I created a few years ago and it's called Renewed and it's a 21-day devotional and workout plan. It's a digital download. It will be each day you'll have a devotional to read as well as like a power scripture for that day and a workout that you can either do the written portion of or you can do a video. It's a video of me teaching it. That is linked in my show notes, and I have that on sale just for you guys. I actually hadn't even had it up in a while, but I thought I'd pull it back out, and I put it on sale for $10.50, which is kind of crazy to get a 21-day workout plan and um, and devotional for that that cost, because these workouts will be yours to keep forever. Really great deal. Make sure you click through and check that out. And yeah, those are the big resources. Again, I'll have all this in the show notes. You don't need to think about remembering that, but just wanted to give you some practical things that you can look at after you apply these tips. Okay, that is all that I have for today. I told you I wanted to keep it practical. I wanted to keep it short. And I'm not going to recap those top 10 things, but I would encourage you 
to think about just even one or two of those things that you feel like, yes, I want to, I want to do that. I want to try that. I want to do that so that you can feel healthy and whole and remain well so that you can do all of the things that God has called you to. And next time, actually, I'm going to have a guest on the show. We're going to kind of wrap up this body image series. The series with just me is This Is It, but we're going to do one more kind of bonus episode, you could call it, where I interviewed one of my friends and she talked about her body image journey and it was just a really, really neat conversation. All right, friends, it's been a joy, a pleasure, an honor to do this series with you over the summer. I really pray that it has just blessed you and it has helped you to just dig deeper into this topic with the Lord. And I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.